Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Yes, Baz and Lizzie for breakfast on SCNZ. We're 17 away from 8. And right now we're going to talk about the Karaka sales and the voice of the Karaka sales. New Zealand bloodstock is where but winning begins. And this man, well, he's got all the one-liners. He takes on the heavy hitters and implores them to reach further into their pockets. And he nearly dropped his gavel for the first time in 30 years. Or did he? Steve Davis has been busy in the ring selling at the New Zealand Bloodstock Yearling Sales. And after the completion of book one, he's joined us on the line this morning. G'day, Steve. Yeah, good morning, boys. Nice to be joining you. I'm bunkered down here in the Omicron capital of New Zealand, Manukau, keeping into my little bubble. <laughs> well, don't let Alan Shuriken. <laughs> Mate, it's great to have you on, Steve. Uh, look, let's talk about your calls, mate. Is it all off the top of your head or you go in with a, a pre-plan with your great one-liners? Does it just come out of your, your waha or your, your pre-plan? Uh, yeah, just out of the waha, mate. I mean, if you pre-plan, it doesn't sound so good. No, it just happens, you know. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You insult the people. So, uh, yeah, I hope <laughs> you don't insult them too many times, basically. <clears throat> <laughs> When you get stuck into a uh, bitter, are you trying to are you trying to egg them on to to give you a little bit of, a little bit more? What, what are you trying to do there, mate? Are you, are you expecting or are you just well, love, you're doing everything you can, aren't you? Yeah, well, you are. I mean, you, you, yeah. you're trying to you know find a button that you can push to get them to go again. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's also stalling, I suppose, giving the under bitter a time to uh, to come back and have another bit. I suppose it's just you know, I don't know. It's, it's the way I do it, I suppose. Uh, I know a lot of the buyers, having sold at all the sales that I have, so uh, you form a relationship with them, and at the end of the day, you know, obviously they're bidding on it, they'd like to buy it, so it's your job to cajole them to keep going until they do. Well, apparently you sold Alan Shirk an absolute stunner in Estel, mate. Tell us that story. Well, I know about that, but I sold him one uh, that was by Festel, and he refuses to ever sit buy another horse off me, you know? <laughs> 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 You should ask him that story. He bought it was by festivals at the two-year-old sale. He couldn't get on it. He couldn't get anybody he, to ride he it. Told anyway. us. He told us about half yeah, an hour he, ago, and he said, ask Steve oh, about, about right. that festival donkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, every time I sell one to him now, I say, mate, it's not by festival. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gold. Hey, hey when, you, when you're at the sales, mate, like obviously you've got a team that are working for you, keeping eyes on the floor. Have you got about three set of eyes on David Ellis, mate, and the heat he brings? Yeah, well, you've got to do that. That's uh, for real because he can often <laughs> sit back and then come in late and you don't want to miss his bid. Uh, you want to be sure that he, yeah. uh, you know, is there. But, no, look, he's uh, – you get a feeling that he's, you know, on something by the body language, like everybody else. People don't realise that when you're standing on the rostrum looking out at people, people's body language has changed when the horse comes in that they want. They go from being very relaxed to all of a sudden stiffing up, looking around, looking who's there, looking at the horse, etc. So um, they don't realise that we can see that all of a sudden their interest is heightened with that horse coming in. So. Mate, one of those eyes for you over the years has been Butch Castles. Is he doing it this year? 
Uh, no, he hasn't uh, made it uh, this year. It's a, a small. We've only got about 30 or 40 people in the auditorium, so we probably only need about three or four bid spotters. So uh, he and Paul Wilcox uh, are our cameo bid spotters, and we look forward to using them occasionally. But at the moment, there's probably no need. No. And what about what about your own your own purchasing history, Steve? Have you ever ever gone there on, on a day after you've read the books and thought, shit, someone's probably might miss this one. I'm going to have a crack at it. Well, look, you know, back in the early days when I had a bit of land, uh, prior, you know, my first marriage, um, prior to giving it away, uh, look, I'd buy the odd mare, uh, which I probably shouldn't have bought. So, uh, yeah, no, we've we've got out of doing that. So uh, I just get up there and sell them and uh, stay independent and, uh, and watch from afar, so to speak. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So let's talk about the sales, mate. Book one turnover overall is up 24% on last year. That seems a lot. Can you understand why? Is, it, is there a better calibre of horses, or, or what's the reasoning behind that? Oh, look, there's been a general lift in the market uh, in Australasia. It's been, in fact, almost worldwide. Uh, but as a result of that, I mean, last year we got, you know, they got smashed with uh, the COVID situation. People couldn't get here. I mean, again, I mean, we're selling under unusual circumstances. Only the New Zealand-born people or Australians that are married to New Zealanders or someone that's six foot four and over can get into the country for whatever reasons they made that appointment. Um, so, you know, the, you know, I mean, that is ridiculous, isn't it? That if you're married to a New Zealander, you could come back, and yet your, your neighbour who's not couldn't get back to the sales. It's just, uh, but anyway, that's that's another story. But so we were restricted in the number of people that could get here, uh, and we put the sales back. So we fell, we fell after um, Melbourne and uh, and the classic sales in Australia. So I think it's been a remarkable result, quite frankly. Um, and my understanding is we're about a million, million and a half up on the entire sale of last year, and we've still got three days to go. Yeah, that's right, Steve. That's, that's kind of where you're sitting. I don't, not, not too sure about what the um, uh, what the numbers are and how many have been passed through. You said you do every, you're doing everything you can. Is that really it? You're, you're just can it, can it sometimes be frustrating if you're so close to one to the reserve that whatever the vendor puts it at, and nobody bites on that last one, and you have to put it through. Is that kind of like the thing you get grates you the most? Yeah, that's the one thing. It's an auctioneer. That is the one thing. I, I, to be honest, I don't care about averages. Uh, it's the clearance rate for me because bottom line is if you're selling, uh, you want to sell everything. You know, you're up there representing the vendor. You want to, you know, there's two, two and a half years of uh, expectation in a lot of cases where they've bred the mare, fold it down, got it to that stage, comes down to two minutes. You want to give it your best two minutes and you hope that uh, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, speed dating. You know, you've got the, the buyer happy, you've got the vendor happy. Everybody comes together and everybody's, you know, positive. So that's all we can hope for. But yeah, so it does frustrate you if you pass one. And nothing worse. No. And Steve, you know, you're, you're not going to pass many when DC puts his hand up, let me tell you. But what, how, how um, have the Aussies, uh, you know, sort of over the last few years integrated themselves into the the New Zealand Caracas sales, are we seeing more of those um, top shops in Australia coming over and looking at our best horses? Yeah, well, they have. I mean, you see that with our tried horses. We've had a wonderful run, and as a result of that, because of the the increased spend on racing in, in Australia, the stake money on offer, the Australians, my understanding, the increase, you know, the spend was up this year from Australia, despite the fact uh, that only Australians uh, who were born in New Zealand with New Zealand passports, like Paddy Payne, uh, or those that were married to a New Zealander, or actually New Zealand bred that have come home. So we've been restricted, but at least we've got them here, and, and they're bought online as well. I mean, people are now conditioned to buying online. I, 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 I hate to think that everything goes online and they don't need auctioneers, because, boys, I'll be doing radio. <laughs>
<laughs> hey, Steve, do you get a bit angry when things are passed in? Because are you a bit like a real estate agent? You work on, on commission <laughs> off each horse? Or, or is that, is that uh, kind of – I'm getting a bit of a no, that feel. Yeah, what? I love that. I love that <laughs> word, commission. No, sadly not. No, sadly not. Come on, surely. I heard you. I heard no. you say, Steve, that you get a hundred cents every time you mention the New Zealand bloodstock air freight or insurance. Yeah, I, well, I said that. Well, they know it's air freight. They came up and gave us a note. They said, "Could you drop that in?" And I said, "It'll cost you a hundred every time I mention it." And um, so, but uh, look, we've got to work together, have a bit of fun. So no, look boys, we just get a daily rate, an exorbitant daily rate. Um, thankfully, not, to, not not enough to encourage too many people to come into the you know, field of auctioneering. <laughs> oh mate, you're bloody, you're bloody hilarious. I love it. Thanks so much for your time, Steve Davis, uh, the voice of the Caraca Ring down there at Caraca Sales. Appreciate your time on the show, Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks very much, and good luck for the next couple of days. We're expecting what a little thirty percent commission from you. So well done. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. There we go, Steve Davis. What a, what a crack up. What a crack. I just had to ask you know, a little bit of tongue in cheek there, but you gotta gotta think. Surely they get it. Maybe throwing a, like a sling, real estate agent. Yeah, sure. You sell, well, you sell my horse for this. <laughs> Give you a little backhand pocket, eh? How's that? None of that. None sure. of that. It's all a bubble. But I tell you what, as Al said, there is no one, and I've spoken to so many of the the studs and the vendors. There's no one they want to sell their horse more than Steve Davis because he just he buys time, yeah. he eggs the buyer on, the bidder on, he just he pushes as he said pushes every little button he can. He reads the body language, he eyeballs. He I saw he was getting into Tony Pike. He said there's a party up there. I know it's a party because I'm not invited. And Pikey's sitting there drinking beers, and he managed to get another I reckon probably twenty thirty k out of Tony <laughs> Pike, where he wasn't going to do it, and he just he kind of engaged him in the perfect way. Brilliant, great to catch up with Steve Davis. He's an absolute <laughs> king of the auctioneer ring. After this, it's Greyhound. New Zealand Chari- New Zealand's charity run. We'll do that on Baz and Izzy for breakfast at seven away from eight.